the isolation sessions. The following piece has a content warning for adult language. Shrimp by Hamish Muir, performed by Natalie Barron. She's coming over. She's going to sit next to me. She's actually sitting next to me. It's happening out of everyone. She's sitting next to me. All right. Deep breath. Shrug it off. It's nothing. Of course. She's sitting next to me. Hi. I think that went down well. I'm massively overthinking this. I've been told I can come across as a little intense. Do you like shellfish? <sighs> Terrible start. Shellfish? Who do I think I am? Rick Stein? Oh, I need to U-turn. I don't have any pre-scripted conversation about shellfish. What was I thinking? All my best stuff isn't shellfishly based. Like, you know, Toto's Africa. Everyone thinks it's a metaphor for something. What does Africa mean? What has the guy in the song done that he's so frightened of becoming? Who is coming on the 12.30 flight? Is it Africa that's coming to visit him? In Africa? It could be very psychoanalytical. But it turns out it's not a metaphor at all. It was inspired by the Toto lads tearing up at a National Geographic program. In the song, Africa, well, it means Africa. Actually, I'm glad I did not say that. But, do you like shellfish? Isn't a great chat-up line either. Turns out she's a vegetarian, so she doesn't even eat shellfish. Then she leans over to me and says, I like your bow tie. A compliment. Cancel the news. I've gone all hot under the collar. Can hardly breathe. Oh, I could take off my bow tie, but no, I can't. Because she loves my bow tie. <clears throat> Likes it rather, don't over-exaggerate. The tie was just a freebie with a set of only fools and horses cufflinks. Delboy on one, Rodney on the other. She might like them too. I will try and catch them in the light. No, no, she's not looking at them. She's not looking at them and I look like I'm waving my arms about, like I've got cramp. I need to take stock. It's too early to escape to the loo. I've got to return the compliment. I like your... What should I say? Come on, something off the cuff. Witty, hurry up. Nothing too objectifying but flirtatious. Complimentary, but not weird. Dress, too cliché. Eyes, too sycophantic. Demeanour, too psychopathic. Ears, too left field. Skin complexion, oh, too dermatological. I like your, your song. I like your song, you know, Alton John, your song. It's a classic. Ah, oh, sweet Mother Mary, get me out of here. Right on cue. Dinner arrives. The waiter places a bowl of soup down for her and for me, ah yes, of course, the shellfish. The host begins to speak. At least I can stop digging this hole. But the speech, it's, oh, it's just so infuriatingly great. It's so funny. It's too funny. She's entranced by it. She's laughing at all the jokes. I will try and laugh at all the bits she laughs at. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it's not bloody hilarious. I look at my plate. One large shrimp. It's curled up in a ball. Forlorn little beggar lying there on a bed of wet hot spinach. I know the feeling. Did I? I think my shrimp is twitching. Yes, it is. It's unravelling. It's still alive. It's cooked, but it's alive. It's wriggling. All of its little legs are squirming. It could scurry across the table at any given moment. 
Oh, this can't be happening. They've given me a zombie. That wasn't on the menu. It can't be alive. It was boiled. Where's it trying to go? The sea, presumably. It's scurrying around in circles. No one else's shrimp is moving. Maybe it's just the nervous system. Rigor mortis setting in. Yes. Ignore it. Look at her and laugh at the jokes. It's so funny. (laughs) She's laughing a lot at this one. (laughs) I will laugh even more. (laughs) She's really head over heels. my jumping shrimp. Everyone is looking at me and my shrimp. Oh shit, I'd better say something. Waiter, excuse me, my dinner it appears to have resurrected. Silence. Bad silence. Very bad silence. I'm sorry to interrupt an excellent, a truly excellent speech. It's just that my shrimp has had a second wind and is appearing to canter. It's now vigorously bouncing about in the jus. She looks at me, horrified as if it may attack. I've got to keep cool. I can handle this. I pick the shrimp up. It's squirming and dripping in lemon and garlic pesto. I look around. Everyone is glaring at me. I'd sooner be the shrimp. But then I see there's a fish tank in the corner of the restaurant. I could save its life. An act of environmental conservation. I make a run for it. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. But then, stop. The chef appears from the kitchen. Put the shrimp down. I'm shaking, I say. But I want to set it free. Chef says the seasoning would pollute the water. But it's dying, I say. Chef replies, it's al dente. My shrimp and I are promptly escorted back to the table. I stand next to her again. I can't bear to look. I was just trying to save a helpless animal. I thought she might like that. The chef comes up behind us and puts a hand on her shoulder, starts massaging her neck. I mean, not at the dinner table. Thank you very much. I might just set loose my wild shrimp after all, let it wreak havoc on this arrogant cook. Then the chef leans in towards her and whispers, Fussy eaters. Their hands lock. Chef turns to me, tears my shrimp in two and tosses it back on the plate. A shake of the head and then back to the kitchen. I eat the shrimp. It tastes alright actually.